Hi, this is Jessica and this episode of Through the Eyes of Jessica is sponsored by Wheelchair Escapes. Hi, this is Christy from Wheelchair Escapes. I specialize in travel for the disabled, making their travel dreams a reality. Besides planning your vacation, I can also arrange for special needs equipment to make your vacation experience even better. I have over 26 years of hands-on wheelchair travel experience. My husband has MS and he hasn't walked for 26 years. And we travel and fly with both a power chair and a manual chair, and you can too. I can assist with land vacations or cruise vacations. I do plan a group cruise twice a year, and that helps my first-time travelers know that they are not alone. I am there to assist. Besides my travel experience and special knowledge about wheelchair travel, I am paid by the vendor, not by you. Where do you want to go? Most likely, I can help you get there. Please visit my website, www.wheelchairescapes.com, or give me a call at 603 382 3596. And let's start planning your vacation now. Thanks and happy travels. Hi, I'm Jessica Fru, and this is Through the Eyes of Jessica. Today, I'd like to talk about how I finally got the confidence in myself to communicate with my iGaze computer in public after 17 years. As you might know, I use a Toby iGaze computer to communicate because I'm nonverbal due to my cerebral palsy. It affects my mouth muscles and the control of my mouth, so I have trouble making words come out of my mouth. I was always able to communicate to my parents or people who understand me by using my eyes to look at something and answering yes or no questions. I get my point across very well by using my eyes without using my computer to communicate I would say. When I was six years old, I started the Visions program which is a special education program in public school. They tried every device out there at the time, and I used to use a head switch to control a computer to do my schoolwork until the Toby Gaze device came out when I was nine. It normally takes people a few months or more to fully know how to use the Toby Gaze, but it took me 10 or 15 minutes. My teacher and the person from Toby were shocked at how I knew how to use it so quickly. Of course I was a little slow at first, plus the first Toby Gaze device was so slow and very big. I remember it being the size of a small TV and I got it in pink. I used it for my school work and communicating in school. We chose to keep it in school because it was too big to transport back and forth. When I was in middle school, I got a new Toby Gaze, which is a Microsoft Surface with the Toby Gaze bar. It is a lot smaller and much faster. I was able to transport back and forth but I never communicated with my computer in public or even to my family. I just kept my computer in my computer bag when I was home. I only used it at school for mainly school work and I communicated with my computer to my best friend but nobody else just him. The reason why I chose to not communicate with my computer in public or to my family was because as I mentioned in the last episode, People were judging, looking at, talking about and treating me differently during this time period. People had made me feel really worthless and so unconscious of myself. So much so, that I thought I was not worth enough to even communicate with anyone using my computer. 
Unfortunately, I didn't even have a full conversation on my computer with my father before he passed away. Even though we had our own special communication and we fought a lot through my eyes without using my computer. My biggest regret in life was never having a conversation on my computer with my father. Now I think to myself what the freak was wrong with you Jessica, how I could let that happen. Even his deathbed in the hospital. I knew he was going to die. That would have been the time finally to talk on my computer with my father but I didn't and it's hurt to this day that I didn't have the confidence to communicate with my computer to my father before he passed away. Like how I could let people make feel me so worthless to not even communicate with my computer to my father on his deathbed. I still don't understand how I could let that happen. However, for a few years after that I still didn't communicate with my computer in public and my communicating with my computer got worse because I stopped communicating with my computer to my best friend. Then when I was 16, I started to communicate with my computer to my best friend again. I started to communicate with my computer to the aides in school a little bit, but not much and still not in the public or my family. The next year, me and my best friend had a falling out. I started to communicate with my computer to the aides a lot more and a little to my mother. As that year went on, I was getting more comfortable with communicating with my computer to the aides in school, and my mother and started to communicate with my computer to my two close cousins. While at home, I even started having online friendships, but still I didn't communicate with my computer in public. Later on that year, I started to hang out with someone who I have known for quite some time, but we truly never knew each other personally. We finally started talking and hanging out in person, this person was the one who gave me the confidence in myself to communicate in public, but the person is not in my life anymore as friendships come and go. I share all of this because maybe you are someone with cerebral palsy and maybe you are struggling with some of the same things that I talk about here on the show. If so, I just want you to know that you are not alone. Remember, you are someone. You are not your cerebral palsy. I'd love to know what you think. Tell me your story. Just go to my website, www.jessicafru.com. This has been Through the Eyes of Jessica. I'm Jessica Frew.